0: What up, Ring Crew Army, and welcome back to a brand new episode of the Square Circle Podcast. I am your host, Marie Shadows, and on this episode of the Square Circle Podcast, I will be reviewing New Japan Pro Wrestling Anniversary Show that happened on March 4th, 2021. Happy 49 years to New Japan Pro Wrestling and putting on the best wrestling in the world and currently right now. Everyone cannot get enough of New Japan Pro Wrestling. New Japan Pro Wrestling is buzzing with all the buzz from the participants in the New Japan Cup of 2021, the unification of the IWGP Intercontinental Championship title, and the IWGP Heavyweight Championship title. I will make sure to go over everyone's backstage comments about that, including my own in the next podcast episode that will give you my prediction picks for the new Japan cup. Currently I can say that I am two and two in my brackets, new Japan pro wrestling. I do not know what you guys are doing. Stop having me lose my picks and my predictions of the new Japan cup. If it wasn't for chilling in Chase's, twitch stream which you guys can go visit him at twitch.tv forward slash crown jewel bc and him mentioning that he is in a 10-man tag that night i would have never known that bullet club will be on the card i would have watched it anyway because the main event was el desperado taking on kota bushi for both of the titles and i would give that an honorable mention in a few minutes but it's a good thing that chase has said he had a match And New Japan Pro Wrestling loves putting tag team matches on that include the participants in the New Japan Cup. And so far, so good. So here's what's going to be expected from this podcast episode. This podcast episode will only dive into the 10-man tag match, including the backstage comments, especially from Jay White. And then it would also include the honorable mentions and some breakout stars and stars to watch for the upcoming New Japan Cup and who's going to break out in this. On the next podcast episode, it will definitely be dedicated to my picks and predictions of the New Japan Cup. I know it has already started. Like I said, I'm two and two. So let me quickly talk about the first match that happened on the anniversary show, which had on one side, Doki, Zack Sabre Jr., Suzuki, and Tai Chi taking on Master Wado, Gabriel Kidd, Hanma, and Goto. So, in the New Japan Cup, we will definitely be seeing Gabriel Kidd taking on Zack Saber Jr. Gabriel Kidd has that it factor about him, and I am super happy that he is in New Japan Pro Wrestling, learning and getting better every day. And him taking on Zack Saber Jr. was just a really good treat. Both of these guys have wrestled in the past over in the UK, and their match was wonderful. And he definitely improved since then. I really do think that when we get to their match in the New Japan Cup, that Gabriel Kidd will be the upset to winning against Zack Sabre Jr. That's right. I'm going to give you guys one of my early predictions that Gabriel Kidd will move on to the next round and he will defeat Zack Sabre Jr. We'll save my reasoning for the next podcast episode. So you guys are just going to have to tune in and listen. Overall, this match showed a very good competitive side from each of the talents here, and I am definitely looking forward to their respective New Japan Cup matches in the upcoming weeks. So the winning team for the first match goes over to Master Wado, Gabriel Kidd, Hama, and Goto because Goto picked up the victory with his finisher, the GTR. The next honorable mention goes to the third match, which featured Bushi, Sonata, and Shingo taking on Sho, Ishii, and Okada. Again, these guys will be meeting up in the New Japan Cup except for Bushi and Sho. The New Japan Cup is open to heavyweights this time around. And again, I'll explain why in the next podcast episode. Ishii and Sonata will definitely be seeing each other in the New Japan Cup And they tested out their strength and weaknesses inside the ring. Surprisingly, Ishii is okay to walk around after Jay White threw him on the barricade and he hurt his ribs during their match at Castle Attack night one. So luckily, Ishii is still able to compete. He wasn't showing any signs of hurt during his little in-ring go with Sonata or even in this match, which makes me think that he's probably okay. He's probably masking it. He's probably okay, though. Ishii is definitely one of the best and proved it with him and Jay going at it. So thank you to Jay for that by putting Ishii over, even though Ishii was probably already over. But Jay makes stars a little bit more famous than what they were yesterday. Sonata is also a great wrestler as well. He's a great technical wrestler, and I appreciate that. Sonata and Ishii is going to be an amazing match when they fight during the new japan cup also in that match we had okada taking on shingo they also face each other in the new japan cup as well okada is definitely one of the greats in new japan pro wrestling and shingo is good too and we'll see what happens come their match for the new japan cup and in this six-man tag for the anniversary show show managed to pick up the victory over bushi by doing the shock arrow so on this anniversary show we had the first round tournament matches so it was jeff kaw versus kojima and naito versus great okan i'm gonna save that for the next podcast episode and now i want to get to the main event quickly It was Kota taking on El Desperado. This was for both of the IWGP Intercontinental Championship and also the IWGP Heavyweight Championship titles. They were on the line. This is the last time that both of them will be defended because come April 4th, we will be introduced to a brand new New Japan belt, which will be called I'm guessing the IWGP world heavyweight championship title. I still think it is definitely wrong that Kota Bushi is doing this, but like I said in the next podcast episode, I'll lay everything out, including my whole different perspectives around this matter from everyone that I have ever listened to. This match is definitely a match for March and is definitely a contender for match of the year. Both Kota Ibushi and El Desperado pulled a fantastic match from start to finish. El Desperado has definitely improved since the last time he was in the ring with Kota Ibushi. At that time, Kota Ibushi had the IWGP Super Junior Heavyweight Championship title. and Now they are fighting for the double championship that Kota Ibushi has and wants to unify. The main event started off as a wrestling match and then later on it was countering moves and doing more technical stuff. A little bit of high-flying here and there, but not really too much. It was basically a classic match between Kota Ibushi and El Desperado. I can't recommend it enough. But all of that on the anniversary show gets an honorable mention. Before we dive into this 10-man tag Plus the backstage comments. So let's just jump right into it then. So on one side, we have Bullet Cub members that feature J.Y., Evil, Chase, Kenta, and Taiji. On the other side, we have Toa Hinare, Tanahashi, Taguchi, David Finley, and Juice Robinson. Everyone except for... Taji Ishimori and Taguchi are in the New Japan Cup. So that means that we will eventually see Toa Hinari taking on Jay White, David Finley taking on Chase Owens, Juice Robinson taking on Kenta, and Tanahashi has the buy in. So he's going to automatically move to the second round. The same thing with Evil. Evil also has a buy into this tournament. So he gets moved to the second round. So the match starts with toa Hinare wanting a piece of jay white toa Hinare hasn't been on new japan pro wrestling in a while he was probably on excursion and then he came back and now he wants to show the world what he got and he definitely wants to show jay white that he's definitely on his level however jay does not think that toa Hinare is on his level And I'm going to have to agree. I don't know much about Toa except that he's from New Zealand. So is Jay White. He looks like he could definitely impress in the ring. But has Hinari been having the top tier caliber matches like Jay White? Not yet. It hasn't been shown yet. But Hinari definitely wants to make sure that Jay White knows who he is. And definitely want to challenge him. So... Jay, in his ways of being Jay White, decided to face off against Toa because Toa has a lot to prove to everybody. He does have a power advantage over Jay. They started out with a lockup and Toa managed to get Jay into the corner. We come into rope breaks and after the referee pulls the two apart, Jay White decides to rake the eyes of Toa. There are some kicks and forearms to Toa and a chop also to Toa by Jay White. Toa reverses the Irish whip on Jay and Jay gracefully slides out the ring. Toa follows Jay for Jay to roll back into the ring. And then he decides to tag in Kenta. I'm guessing Toa Hinari never watched the whole entire feud that Jay White and Ishii had. Jay White is still going to use those same tactics and he's definitely going to have that chip on his shoulder where he believes that Hinare is... Not even up to his caliber and just a waste of time. And he's just there as a stepping stone and that's it. Toa then decides to in Juice Robinson. And now we have Juice Robinson taking on Kenta. Kenta keeping the headlock on Juice. Juice fighting out. Kenta catches him with kicks. Juice counters with some jabs. Kenta dodges the left hand of God, which is Juice's finisher. Juice comes in with the inverted drop. Then a Russian leg sweep, a jumping senton. And then a cover. Kenta kicks out at two. Tanahashi is now tagged in. Tana, Taguchi, Juice, Finlay, and Toa all stomp on Kenta. They're keeping Kenta in their corner for the time being. Some strikes by Tana to Kenta. Jay knees Tana in the back when Tanahashi goes into the ropes. This allows Bullet Club to get Tana in their corner and start stomping on him the same way that the other team. Stomping on Kenta, Jay is now tagged in and he's going after Tana's legs. And then Jay tags in Evil. A domino stretch plus chain is applied to Tanahashi. After that, Evil goes for the cover and Tanahashi kicks out. Chase is tagged in now. Chase goes after Tana's legs as well. Taiji gets tagged in and drives his foot into Tana. Tana starts fighting out of the Bullet Club corner, which is a good thing. Taiji delivers some strikes and a kick to Tanahashi, but Tanahashi does a dragon screw to Taiji. And that creates a little bit of an opening for Tanahashi to tag in David Finley. And Taiji tags in Chase. Now, this is a matchup that I definitely want to see when it comes to their New Japan Cup match, or like how I would say it, the New Jewel Pan Cup. This is a different David Finley. Finley looks like he wants to prove to the world that he can stand out as a singles wrestler and not only as a tag team wrestler with his partner Juice Robinson. And so we have Finley Coming in strong with some clotheslines and a spinning clothesline takedown on Chase. Finley manages to take out Evil. Then he does a running European uppercut and then a second rope variation of a spinning uppercut onto Chase. Finley then goes for the cover on Chase. Chase manages to kick out at two. And as Finley sets up for another combination move, Chase has him scouted and hits him with a running knee. Chase then tags in Evil. Evil catches Finley's foot and likes to pass it on to the referee. And then this is where Evil likes to throw his own kick to his opponent. However, Finley catches that kick almost as if he scouted Evil and knew exactly what he was going to do. And then he goes for a neck breaker on Evil. Finley tags in Toguchi. Toguchi is like the coach of his team, according to the commentator's and he sends his teammates to attack Bullet Club as if this is a war, and he's like, attack. And then he goes up to the top rope to try to do a move on Evil. Evil blocks Taguchi and automatically does his finisher, which is called Everything Is Evil. Evil makes the cover on Taguchi and Bullet Club picks up the victory one, two, three, and they win this 10-man tag. Now for some Backstage comment reviews. So during these backstage comments, we had Juice Robinson say something and also David Finley say something. And what I found interesting in the dynamic is that they were talking separately about their separate opponents. And I understand that it is one on one between each other and it's not as a tag team. However, it felt a little disjointed. Disjointed. I know that they're a tag team, even though they're facing in singles matches. But there could have still been some type of unity to cheer the other person on in their singles match. But that wasn't happening then. Juice Robinson is completely upset. He is facing Kenta. Kenta was the guy who knocked him out of the last time they met and gave him a broken orbital bone. So originally it was supposed to be Juice taking on Moxie at the time but that didn't happen someone had to sub in for Juice because he caught the orbital bone injury and so Juice vows to fight Kenta because this time around he's not having any injuries so it's going to be him versus Kenta come the New Japan Cup Finley was just like well if he's angry then you know he's going to be okay finley also vowed to chase owens that he would beat him and finley sounded as if like he needed to prove something and i really do think after watching this match on the anniversary show and then watching him fight again on the march 5th show which is today of this recording i honestly think that it's time for Finn juice to break up or at least take some time apart. David Finley looks like he is a lot more hungrier in the singles division than the tag team division, but then again, with this whole pandemic and everything, there's not much to show from the both of them, except that they were on New Japan Strong, so they have some accolades under their belt. I just think that David Finley needs to break out on his own and eventually challenge Jay White because both of these guys came up in the dojo system and they fought each other at every turn and they have such a very valued history together that they will have the best matches and David Finley needs a win over Jay White, which will be crazy if that ever happens. At David Finley's current state of his wrestling ability, he is not there yet to take on a high caliber that is jay white and what makes jay white special is the psychology he plays with you before he takes you out and obviously lets you know he's going to defeat you every time he has backstage comments which brings me to jay white's backstage comments jay white talked about two things in his backstage comments one abushi and then two was Henare, and The way that Jay White put what Ibushi is doing into perspective, I didn't really think about it like that because I still know that Jay White is my Intercontinental Champion. And you guys should know that too because Jay White won it and he deserved to win that IWGP Intercontinental Championship. So I'll remember that Jay White had an opportunity with that belt before Kota Ibushi is all like, let's unify them. And his logical thinking is not logical at all. It makes no sense. And, you know, maybe when Jay White wins this whole entire Japan Pan Cup, he will face Kota Ibushi, take that new title off of him, and maybe just split it back. You know, if you have the title, you definitely have a little more pull in the company than usual, but we'll see what happens come April 4th. The second thing that Jay White was talking about was definitely Hanare and compared Hanare to the backdrop that all the wrestlers are standing in front of when they do the Japanese press conference for the backstage comments that that backdrop doesn't matter to him. And so does Hinari. Hinari does not matter to Jay White. Like I said before when I was critiquing the match, Hinari is not on the same caliber as Jay White. And Jay White has been on the New Japan scene for a really, really long time and definitely has shown a higher working standard when he was facing Ishii for the whole entire month. So he has a lot to show for it. He proved everybody wrong. Every time Jay White says some comments, the whole world listens to Jay White. And those comments do come true. He proves what he says every single time in that ring. Hinari is probably just coming back from excursion. And Hinari has to build up some reps. Hinari has to build up some wins before he could be like, hey, Jay, let me take you on and let me show you that I'm the best. Sure, you're going to impress in the new j Pan Cup, but you're not going to get the victory over Jay White in that match come March 10th is when they meet. Jay's going to prove everybody wrong. Jay's going to move on to the second round and he's going to win the j Pan Cup. I will definitely have the whole entire rundown of the New Japan Cup coming up soon, so stay tuned for that. But overall, the anniversary show was a really good, solid show with all these guys on it. And I highly suggest you guys to sign up to New Japan World. I only do this out of the goodness of my heart because I love professional wrestling, and I want you guys to... Follow along with me on these podcast episodes because it's probably only going to get heavier with New Japan content just because I can dive a little bit more deeper into story and lore and really be creative with it. So before I get into it and spoil everything I want to say and make this podcast episode a little bit longer than it should be, I'm going to stop myself right there and I'm going to tell you guys that has been all from myself. I hope you guys enjoy my analysis. I hope you guys enjoy the Square Circle Podcast and that the Square Circle Podcast brings you some type of value and a different perspective when you watch professional wrestling and you see these stories unfold. If you enjoyed this episode, please make sure to show me some love. It will be available in audio format. You can go over to anchor.fm forward slash square circle podcast it will be available on YouTube, youtube.com forward slash square circle podcast, make sure to hit that subscribe button, click that notification bell, leave me a like, drop me a comment about your thoughts. Because without your support, none of this would be possible. And I would really love it if we could get to the 100 subscriber goal so I can get that special URL. And that'll be a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart to you guys. If you are on Twitter, follow me at Marie underscore Shadows. We could talk about professional wrestling there. We could discuss things about the podcast as well. And if you want to take it a step further, I am trying to grow my newsletter community. Head over to the ring You'll find some wrestling articles there. I know I need to put some up. And I keep saying that New Japan Pro Wrestling is definitely taking over my life. So you have been listening to an episode of the Square Circle Podcast. I am your host, Marie Shadows, and I'll see you guys in the next one.